Hello and welcome back to Big Chris's Podcast. <clears throat> Hope you guys are having a wonderful morning here in America, California. All eyes on November. Seven important cannabis narratives in the 2018 midterm elections. As campaigns grow more vocal, these are the cannabis issues you need to watch in November. Looking ahead to the 2018 midterm elections, the U.S. political scene has never played host to so many public debates about cannabis reform. Four states will put legislation issues before voters, Michigan, North Dakota, Missouri, Medical, and Utah Medical. And candidates in plenty of other races are distinguishing themselves from one another by these policy stance on cannabis. Though the election isn't until November 6, it's never too early to break down the importance of certain campaigns and the implications of political races. With a busy primary season in the rear view, 2018 is already the busiest political year in the U.S. cannabis history. No doubt the momentum in this upcoming midterm will influence the direction of cannabis reform as we head quickly toward 2020. Michigan legalization. Michigan may be the first state to bring an, an adult use cannabis market to the Great Lakes region and more broadly to the Midwest. According to a September click on Detroit poll, the legalization initiative is supported among the majority of Michigan voters, 56% to 38%. Michigan voters approved a loosely regulatory medical marijuana law in 2008. In recent years, the state has gone to great lengths to tighten its oversight, combining those of business applications under restrictive timelines. Michigan Governor, Michigan's cannabis issue will want will, oh, will come before voters. It will come before voters in another tartan with a competitive or comprehensive electoral race. Governor Rick Snyder is term is a uh, term limited, so we turn to Democratic candidate Griffith Whitmer and Republican candidate Bill Schutz. Whitmer has vocally supported the legalization initiative and discussed her plans for overseeing a pro- a proper and equitable rollout if any regulatory legislation. Shoot, the state's attorney general has opposed past cannabis reform efforts in Michigan and has said that he will use against yeah, that he will use against the adult use issue in November. This summer, his campaign September, oh no, his campaign spokesperson told the Detroit Journalism Cooperative, Cooperative Bill does not personally support legalization, recreational marijuana, but as governor, he will represent the will of voters. North Dakota legalization. North Dakota voters will decide whether to set up an adult use cannabis market 
for its population of fewer than 1 million. If passed, this would be the quickest that a state has jumped from medical marijuana approval to adult use approval. North Dakota voters approved medical marijuana law in 2016. The ballot measure is also unique in that it is primitively includes a setup of social equity and criminal justice clauses. Legalized North Dakota Chairman David Owen told Cannabis Business Times that the bill skips past any hurdles for state legislature input on cannabis oh, convictions, expungement policies, and rather inches a direction to seal all past records of cannabis-related crimes with a few canvases. A recent Pollock poll shared by the Dismark Tribune places support for the adult use measure at 82.4% in North Dakota. Missouri Medical. Three issues. Missouri is without doubt host to the most active cannabis legalization season in the U.S. right now. Voters show the state will be shown three separate medical cannabis ballot issues in November. Let's do the numbers. New Approach is behind one of the two constitutional amendments on the ballot. This amendment would allow patients to grow their own plants at a state licensed facility. Wow, that's beautiful, beautiful. Cannabis products would see a 4% sales tax. The Bradshaw Amendment, funded and supported by Springfield, Missouri physician Brad Bradshaw, would set up a state research institute and research board helmed by Bradshaw. The idea behind the research institute, according to Bradshaw, is to put research and a priority position in the cannabis marketplace. If we're going to find a cure for cancer, we can't. We cannot continue to do what we have been doing. We're not going to find a cure at this rate. Sad to say, we need to do this. We need research. We need people to take strong leadership and take control. We are America. We need to take control. We need to do this. We need to find a cure for cancer and combat this opioid epidemic. This is sad, America. Come on. Get with it. Come on, calendars. Catch up. Let's do this. Whew, sad. So, um, so we cannot continue to do this at this rate. We'll never find a cure for cancer. He's going to have to say it. So he told the Riverfront Times, we need to bring together the best and the brightest, similar to the Manhattan Project and also the Apollo Moon Mission under this constitutional amendment. Cannabis products would see a 15% sales tax. The Missourians for Patients Care Act will create a new state law rather than constitutional amendment that will give the state legislators room to message its regulatory language in the event that voters approve it. Under this petition language, cannabis products would see a 2% sales tax. It's, man... It's entirely possible that more than one of the ballot measures will be approved by voters. Between the two constitutional amendments, the one with higher yes votes would 
surpass, no, supersede the other. But if the Missourians for Patience Care Act passes, there will surely be a public debate over how to grasp the will of the people. Utah Medical. Utah's medical cannabis campaign is heavily supported by the Marijuana Policy Project and heavily opposed by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Wow. Will battle... With battles lines drawn clearly across the social landscape and many conservative Utah conservatives out of Utah, it's been an event campaign to watch. Nevertheless, Governor Gary Herbert has said that he'll push the state legislature to draft a bill that everybody can support in the event that the ballot issue fails in November. According to UtahPolicy.com, 64% of likely voters are in support of Proposition 2. Wisconsin voter questions. While nine binding voter questions don't mean much in the legal Senate sense, the types of voter recommendums that will appear in counties across Wisconsin this November will surely push the public discreet in the general direction of legalization. Wisconsin CBD only law protects patients in possession of CBD oil, but it does not allow the production of or distribution of CBD oil. The questions before voters in November will give public support for a broader medical marijuana law of the sort seen in neighboring Minnesota, Illinois, or Michigan. Texas U.S. Senator the prevailing narrative across the American political landscape in 2018. Oh, wow. In 2018 is whether the House or Senate will flip to Democratic control. This would inevitably open the floor to more open cannabis reform and debate. Democrats being generally more supportive of legalization and social equity legalization even though cannabis issues tend to unite both major parties to some degree. Rather than zoom in on every U.S. House and Senate race, the campaign in Texas is worth a close look. Incubant Texas Ted Ted Cruz is facing challenger Beto Rourke. According to Texas Tribune, Cannabis and drug policy in general has become a major point of contention between the two candidates. Cruz has opposed cannabis legalization, though, as a federal legislator. He's spoken about the need to pressure the state's rights and issue. He's worked to draw O'Rourke's cannabis states into the spotlight. And the issue that liberal policies have no place among the Texas electorate. O'Rourke, however, has campaigned for years on decriminalization and legislation fronts. O'Rourke first won his seat at his U.S. House represent, rep in Texas 2016 district in 20, oh, the Texas 16th district in 2012. 
Norm endorsed O'Rourke's campaign earlier this year. Bethel has been a true champion for abolishing. Yeah, he's become a true champion for abolishing destructive and destructive um, prohibition marijuana since the very beginning of his political career as a city council member in El Paso. So, you know, we are pleased to support him in his campaign and his previous campaign for the House of Representatives and excited to endorse him again in his race for the U.S. Senate, said Norm Pack, Executive Director Eric Atari. This Senate race is a clear example of how cannabis reform is becoming a major force in political momentum. Wow. In industry headlines, Canadian marijuana company allowed to legally export medical cannabis to the U.S. getting approval was a lengthy it was a lengthy and what was it? A lengthy and a majority oh, I'm sorry. It was a lengthy and majority process for tyranny, but they got it done. Okay, so this is my podcast. It was a little lengthier, but this is what's going on. This is not fake news. This is real news. Straight out of cannabis business times. So, you know, we need Congress. We need, you know, strong leadership out of watching. Like I've been saying, these pop, this uh, previous podcast, we need strong leadership. We need somebody to take charge and get it done. People are dying. We're trying to find a cure for cancer. We're trying to combat this opioid epidemic. If Americans, you know, you know, if you really too clear about America, let's get this done. Italy. Canada and all these other places are doing it. We're America. Let's get it done. Don't we care about our citizens and the future and economy and revenue? Let's get it done, Congress. Come on, let's go. Let's get it together. Stop playing. Let's get it together. Let's go. Okay. So we have momentum. It hasn't stopped. It's gaining. Let's keep going. Full steam ahead. Pull pressure ahead. God bless America. And uh, shout out to uh, Anchor FM. And hope you guys enjoy this podcast and tune in for another. God bless America. Take care. One love. Big Chris.